I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. I hope you have enjoyed every minute of the show. Remember, if you missed a second, you can download it all. iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes, the podcast, just like the show is free. We're talking a little bit right now about communism and and how whatever they find a problem, whatever the problem may be, the solution is always... Lying or killing. The communists believe you can kill and or lie your way out of every single problem. Uh, For Joseph Stalin, it was those stupid kulaks, those farm owners in Ukraine. That gun, they're a pain. They're creating problems for me. Hey, let's just kill them all. It was simple. For Mao, had all these people in society that weren't accepting full-blown communism, weren't accepting him, that were creating problems. For Mao, it was simple. Hey, let's kill them all. But to go along with the killing was always lying. Always lying. One of the craziest things to me, the more and more I read about it is, when speaking of Mao, when he was busy starving, pick your number. No one knows. No one will ever know. It's too many dead people. 30, 40, 50 million Chinese people to death. Think about how much death that was. 
how many people who lived in the urban centers of China had no idea that tens of millions of people were dying in the countryside. Imagine, imagine uh, you're, whatever city you're in now, whether you're in a big city, small town, wherever you're listening to the sound of my voice, but imagine you're in your town and, you're, and that's where you live, that's where you work, that's where you worship. Imagine the state next door, whatever state you happen to border. Okay, I'm here in the Houston area of Texas. Imagine if everyone in Oklahoma and Louisiana, they were all starving to death in mass. In me, I never know. <laughs> I just never find out about it. Now, why didn't they know? Because the communist understands he must lie at all times. And he requires lies at all times. They must lie without end because the truth of communism is horrific and you will hate it and the communist knows it. Joe Biden is not a functional adult. Every Republican, Democrat, and Independent listening to the sound of my voice knows that. Every one of them. Even your liberal Aunt Peggy who tries to say it's a stutter. or so, Everyone understands the President of the United States of America you choose your diagnosis, whatever it may be. His brain is leaving him. It is going. He's not a fully functional adult. You can see it. You can hear it over and over on day, again. On, on, on data breaks. Yeah, 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 but we got it. Well, there's an article in Politico today. The White House is extremely upset. What are they upset about? The coverage of Joe Biden's age. They're not upset with the fact the president is not a functional adult. They're upset that anyone in the media is telling the truth about it. For these people, that's, that's the mortal sin. What do you mean? You're, you're being honest? What? How could you be? How could you be honest? Don't you understand? We share a religion. This is the White House talking to the media. We share the same demonic religion. And you should understand, as a devout follower of our religion, you should be lying about this. You should be lying at all times. This is how the communist thinks. You're optimistic, I know, but what's your biggest concern? What keeps you up at night politically? Well, the thing that keeps me uh, wide awake are the misinformation uh, efforts that are underway. Uh, throughout this campaign. I've heard some... That's James Clyburn of South Carolina. You, you, you can find that endless sources, endless Democrats talking about that. Well, I, the, why, there's a lot of misinformation. Well, maybe the disinformation. Well, why are you... The communist requires lies and lies without end. How could, how could anybody, how could anyone go on television... And speak like this. How could you so breathlessly lie? How could these people, I'll play the montage. This is actually courtesy of RNC Research. How could you go on television and tell everybody the sky is green when they can see with their own eyes the sky is blue? He is sharp, intensely probing, and detail-oriented and yeah. focused. This is a man who is sharp, who is on top of his game, who knows what's going on. This guy's tough. He's smart. He's on his game. His mental acuity is great. This is a very sharp president. This is a man that's on his game. President Biden is absolutely 
it. There's there's not a problem. He's sharp, he's fit, and he's always answering questions. He is on the ball. He was sharper than anyone I've spoken to. He is sharp. Uh, he is on top of things. There's no doubt in my mind that the president is mentally fit for office. Biden has proven himself to have a strong memory. He's completely mentally sharp. He's at the top of his game. You know what's crazy? And I and I know I'm making the mistake that I warn you not to make. But remember, whenever I warn you about something, I'm warning me. I'm, I'm human just like you are. I make the same mistakes. One of the mistakes of putting my values on them. I think about any one of the people in that in that montage. I, I mean, any one of them. Just pick my orcas right off the he top. He is sharp, intensely probing, and detail-oriented and focused. I think about what does he see when he looks in the mirror when he goes home at night? And honestly, and I know this, I'm assigning my morality to him, and that's what I tell you not to do. It's a, I understand that, but I, I can't get that out of my mind. You're Alejandro Mayorkas. You work underneath a president whose mind is being destroyed. Okay, I get that that's uncomfortable, and I get that you are not going to go out and trash your boss to the media. I'm not, I'm not asking Mayorkas to run to the camera and say, man, you are right. This Biden guy is embarrassing. We got to dump this. I get that. I'm not expecting that. I'm not naive. But what do you see at night when you're Alejandro Mayorkas, you know, when the cameras are off and you aren't watching and I'm not watching, there aren't reporters and security and everything else. And he goes back to whatever apartment or home he lives in. Maybe he takes a shower before he goes to bed and he's sitting there brushing his teeth and he's thinking about his day. We do that, right? You think about your day. I think about my day at night when you're going to bed. What do you see in the mirror when that day you've gone on camera and you've said he this? He is sharp, intensely probing, and detail-oriented and focused. This is. A- do you think, I'm honestly asking, I'm curious, because you know how much of the humanity these people have been stripped of, but... Do you think any part of him is embarrassed? Chris says, no. I mean, you're probably right. You think any part of him is, okay, forget about embarrassed. Uncomfortable, maybe? Do you think he, he as he's looking in that mirror, do you think maybe he thinks back on these words? Do you think maybe he gives even a little wince? He is sharp, intensely probing, and detail-oriented and focused. This- That's a lie. He knows it's a lie. He knows that you know it's a lie. Everyone knows that it's not only a lie, it's a brazen lie. He's telling you to look at the sky and he's telling you, look how green it is. He knows that he went on camera that day and told a lie on purpose. A lie that everyone knows is a lie. It's not like he shaded the truth a little bit. Everyone everyone heard that. Everybody and said, oh, gosh, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, very detail-focused. Yeah, I can I can see this guy hammering you with the details. On, day, on, on, on data breaks that meet. Chris says it's part of the job. He's not wrong. The truth is it's part of who communists are. They can't help it. We've talked before about how violence is not what the communist does. It's who he is. That's why so much death and misery has always followed him. It's just, it's part of the political process for him. Mao talked about it. It's a a famous quote of Mao's. The quote is, all political power comes from the barrel of a gun. 
violence is just part of the political process. That's why when you have an argument with your liberal Aunt Peggy, she'll get mad enough that she'll say, so, well, I hope your mom dies first. or something. It's, It comes out of them. You've seen it before. Well, I hope someone posts your address. I had a commie say to me over the weekend, yeah, I hope you, I hope you know your wife and kids are going to go too. I had another one tell me this weekend, yeah, I can't wait to introduce you to my baseball bat. I'm not mad about it. right? That's, that's part of the job, but it's just part of who they are. It's woven into them. That's what lying is too. It's like breathing for him. We, uh, you have a MAGA hat? You a big Trump fan? Maybe you are. Lying for him? Killing for him? It's like you putting up a yard sign of Trump or putting on a MAGA hat. It's just how it goes. A politics for these people. I do wonder, though, if there's ever a moment where they feel gross. I Wouldn't you feel gross? Ugh, man. You know what makes me feel gross? I sit and I think back on every single dime I've spent in my life with AT&T and Verizon and T-Mobile. First cell phone company I ever had uh, when I got out of the Marines, or maybe I was still in, but it was about that time I had AT&T, and I kept them forever. And then I switched to Verizon. I kept dropping calls, and I had them for, gosh, three, four, five years. And then we switched to Verizon. We were trying to save money, you know, trying to pay the bills. We switched to T-Mobile, actually. It was from Verizon to T-Mobile. So I, I don't want to go back and do the math on all the money I've given that dirty commie scum. I know I don't pay them anymore, though, because I have Pure Talk. Same great 5G network, incredible coverage. I pay half of what I was paying at T-Mobile, and I'm not funding people who hate me. They're even giving out now free brand new Samsung 5G phones. You want one? Go claim your eligibility. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. The time to switch to Pure Talk is now. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. What, Chris? We can make jokes. It's fine. You got that right. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. Again, I, I just, how, how can you say things like this on a personal level? Forget the politics part of it. How can you not feel gross when you go home? He is sharp, intensely probing, and detail-oriented and focused. This is a man who is sharp, who is on top of his game, who knows what's going on. This guy's tough. He's smart. He's on his game. His mental acuity is great. This is. His mental acuity is great. Here's Joe Biden this weekend talking about the Ukraine-Israel-Taiwan bill. The idea that we're going to walk away from Ukraine, the idea that we're going to let NATO begin to split, is totally against the interest of the United States of America. So it's about time we make sure that Congress come home and pass the legislation funding NATO. It's critical. Funding NATO? So, I, I, I mean, sometimes I guess I certainly don't, don't know everything, as you know. I don't know everything. I'm, man, maybe my memory's a little off. Hey, Chris, would you do me a favor? Would you look up NATO and tell me Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, which of those three countries, or all, maybe it's all three, maybe things have changed, which of those three countries are members of NATO? Would you mind looking that up for me? Oh, they're not on the list. Huh. 
the president just talked endlessly about funding NATO by sending money to countries, none of whom are part of NATO. But uh, sure, Mayor. He is sharp, intensely probing, and detail-oriented and focused. Yeah. All right, let's get to some emails about activism. Jesse, I teach in a southern red state. This morning we got an email about Kindness Week, which clearly is an LGBTQ week with the rainbow flyer. Why are you gay? There was a roster in Kindness Bingo Papers to give out our first period. I could see this blowing up with parents. I'm not addressing it. I may be okay just not addressing it. I don't know what to do as far as talking with the administration. It is an LGBTQ activist week under the cover of kindness. We have many school clubs and one is a pride club. We're not heavily populated, but the city has one high school with 1,700 students. He says, don't say his name, and of course I never will without permission. What do I do? All right, I, I wanted to bring up that. And I, I'm going I'm to read a couple different things, okay? Because we have to have a conversation about something. And we have to explore what's right and wrong. We're going to try to do what's right and wrong. Okay, so this is a teacher. He's in a red area. He's got a bunch of commie, gobbledygook, rainbow crap in his school. What does he do? All right. Here's another email. Stay with me. Jesse. <laughs> dear dear flip-flop losing in the swamp shed builder. I forgot about that. That sucked. We have a DA race in Travis County, Texas, with a commie currently sitting in the seat. Should I vote in the Democrat primary only to vote against him and not work to vote the rhinos out in the Republican race, or do I let the chips fall where they may? Okay, so this guy wants to know, do I essentially lie? Do I switch to Democrat, try to get the commie out of office? All right. I'm going to pair that these two up with this one. Although I guess since it's the third one, that doesn't count as pairing. Hey, Chris, does it count as pairing if I'm bringing a third one? You know, it doesn't matter. Hey, Jesse, how can we win and still have morals? The subject of this one is, is having morals a problem? It seems the left is so efficient because their only goal is to destroy their enemies. The right, on the other hand, always seems to fall apart because they don't want to do something, quote, that way or because they're worried about what others may think. How can we win and have morals? First, let's, let's address the second part. The left is so efficient because their only goal is to destroy their enemies. That's not necessarily true. The, the left is successful and efficient because of two things. One, they're together. They move as one. Remember, th that's why your liberal Aunt Peggy is just a robot. She's just part of the hive mind. They're always saying the same things at all times, all the time. They're always, look, I, guarantee, I played this montage a second ago. I'll play it again real quick. I guarantee you have a Democrat who will use this exact language describing Joe Biden shortly. Why? This is, these are the talking points that have been sent out to the hive mind. Sharp, smart, focused. Sharp, intensely probing, and detail-oriented and focused. This is a man who is sharp, who is on top of his game, who knows what's going on. This guy's tough. He's smart. He's on his game. His mental acuity is great. This is a very sharp president. Yeah, you got it. They speak with one voice and they move as one. It has been the great strength of every communist movement since communism began. So that's one of the things that benefits them. Another thing, this is the main thing that benefits them. They move as one, and they're committed. 
I have explained time and time again, and it's hard because it's such an evil demonic religion. Like it's hard when you read about uh, the Aztecs and you read about the human sacrifice. They, they would torture the children to make sure they cried before sacrificing them alive. And it's hard to accept. It's really, really hard to accept that that was a religion people devoutly followed, but they did. People would kill for that religion back in the day. They would die for that religion back in the day. It's hard to accept that the communist is committed, but he is. He is a devout religious follower. You may hate his religion, and I do. That doesn't make him any less devout. He's more of a jihadist than anything else. He will kill for it. He will die for it. He will never quit. He won't sit out a primary either because it's snowing. He'll show up. So let's set those two things aside. That's what gives the communists success. Now let's talk about us and winning. Winning with morals. Hang on. Jesse Kelly returns. Next. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast is 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show reminding you, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at at jessekellyshow.com. So we got a couple emails here. One from a teacher in a red area. Red area. And it's LGBTQ week. What is he? He doesn't know what to do. What do you do? Another one. Another guy wants to know, hey, should I register as a Democrat so I can try to run this commie DA out of my county? What do you do? And the last one, I, I paired it up with the other two. Jesse, how can we win and have morals? Is having morals a problem? Well, We should understand something really, really clearly right now. What has happened in the West is it's something that has affected all of us. It affects all of our minds. We have to be aware of it however we choose to tackle it. But what has happened in the West, the West is Judeo-Christian. That is the founding of the West. It was Christians who founded America. Now you'd say it's more Judeo-Christian than Christian, but It's biblical, right? Whether it's just Old Testament, Chris, or old and new, it's biblical. And because it was Christians who founded America, Christianity's kind of been front and center in the United States of America. Whether or not that's what you are, I don't care, right? I'm not not saying anything to you about that. That's the reality of it. Because Christianity was so front and center for so long in the West— the communists had to figure out a way to take down that power structure. Remember, if the communist is unpopular, he doesn't change what he believes. He simply finds out a way to kill and lie and manipulate to make himself popular. If you're a communist, a godless piece of commie trash in the West, and you want to dominate the West, the American church is a problem for you. It's a big-time problem for you. Well, I should say it was a big-time problem, and it was. The American church was viewed as the enemy of communism in the country. So the communists just decided to get involved in the church. And that has taken many, many forms over the years. But the form it has taken now is the American church. And maybe you go to a church like this. There are many like it. Not all. Not all. But maybe you go to a church like this. Maybe you even think like this. But I'm here to tell you it's not right. The American church has decided that Jesus is a flowery hippie. That's what they have decided. They love flowery hippie Jesus. And because of that, they don't realize the communist has taken that flowery hippie Jesus and used it against them. That was a long way of saying 
it's not that we have to set aside our morals. You should never set aside your morals for anything. Definitely not politics. We have different views on what morality is. That's the problem. If I'm, if 10 people show up at my door tonight. Now, you know, I have a wife, two kids in the house. If 10 people show up at my door tonight and they're standing on the front lawn, they're looking haggard and they say, hey, Jesse, we're hungry. Let us in your home so we can eat. And I, for whatever reason, have, I have the assumption that at least one of these 10 people is a sexual predator. Is it moral to bring those 10 people into my home and feed them? Well, you're probably saying right now, of course, no, that, of course not. That's ridiculous. No. But many people would agree that it is. Many people in America's Christian community would agree that it is. Well, yes, of course. And hey, if, if something happens to your family, well, so be it. You know, that's what Jesus would want. That's not morality. Caring for the people of your nation, caring for your family, fighting against evil, fighting for what is good, that's morality. And you don't have to take my word for this. I, I, I want to emphasize, again, set aside the flowery hippie Jesus that is taught in American churches today. Oh, you, you understand? You understand how much of illegal immigration in this country is enabled by Christian and Catholic charities? Did you know that? It's true. Set aside flowery hippie Jesus and go actually read the word of God. Again, should I do this subversive thing or that subversive thing? Well, what did they do when they were entering the promised land? Chris, it was you people. What did you do? Did they say, hey, we're a bunch of Jews and we're coming to take over everything? Or did they send in spies? Did they work with intelligence assets on the ground. The Israelites, when they were scouting things, they not only lied about who they were, they went to the town prostitute to gather information about the city. That's right, Chris, the 12 spies and all that. That's right. Now, when you read about those people in the Bible, does God smite them down? You dirty liars! That was immoral! Why didn't you tell the truth? Of course not. We have bad views of what morality means. You don't have to set aside and should never set aside your morality for anyone, but you might have to adjust your view of what morality actually is. I've used the example before. I'll use it again. Have you ever watched? It's my favorite documentary of all time. It's also one of the most difficult ones to find, almost impossible to find. Uh, you have to basically buy it on eBay was the last time I saw it. The documentary is called Hell in the Pacific. It's specifically about, obviously, the World War II, Pacific version of World War II. It's BBC made it. You can't find it online anywhere. It's very difficult to find. It's incredible. It's so raw. All the, all the audio from not only Japanese soldiers who participated in the horror, from Americans, Brits, Australians, prisoners of war, atrocities. It's, it's really raw. My wife cried while we watched it. Uh, she's not a crier. She teared up. It's that hard. But it's awesome. It's, it's real raw. It's real. 
And I think it's in the first episode. You know what? I might even gather the audio for you if I can. I'm going to have to bring it into Jewish producer Chris because I won't know how to do this. There's one Marine in the very beginning. Uh, I remember he has a Boston accent. And he's talking about the Japanese and what they would do and how they would gather women and children. And they would pull them into caves with them. The troops would. And they would use those women and children as human shields. And then they would hide in these caves And they knew the Marines and the Army guys would agonize over this. They wouldn't want to hurt women and children. That wasn't who we were. And so they would use them as human shields. And then if the Marines, if the Army guys wouldn't wouldn't kill them, they would sneak up behind them and kill them all in the middle of the night. The Japanese would sneak up behind the American troops. And so the Marines understood, okay, there are women and kids in here. I have to throw in this satchel charge and kill everyone in that cave. And I know it's horrible. And I know I'll have nightmares about it the rest of my life. And I know I'll cry about it with my friends when I get back home. Nevertheless, that's what has to be done in order to defeat this evil. I don't want you to kill anybody, by the way. Remember, no, no violence. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is our views of morality are oftentimes, almost always, actually always, our views of morality are always skewed by the society in which we live. The Aztec morality was skewed by the fact that child sacrifice was part of their culture. Therefore, their morality was all messed up. Our morality here is messed up in America because of a feminized, commie, hippie Jesus that never existed. And it's told us that we have to sit and grab our ankles for the communists without end when we do not. We should be fighting them with all the vigor that they fight us with. We should be more committed than they are because we are right and they are demons. And that's the truth. All right. We still have a segment left. I haven't gotten to, gosh, this sucks. I haven't gotten to near near as much stuff as I should have. Uh, Look. It's going to take a lot of focus for this last segment to get through all this. The good news is I took my chalk this morning. You understand that testosterone affects your focus, fellas, right? And it affects your mood. Guys, let me ask you something. How often are you down? You depressed? Understand that that's oftentimes a chemical thing. It's not just the job or life or wife or whatever it may be. It's a chemical thing. When T levels get low, depression comes. Take chalk for 90 days, a male vitality stack from chalk for 90 days, and tell me how often those feelings come. It's very rare because testosterone is about your focus. It's about your mood. It's about a lot more than just your vitality and making babies. Go get on a male vitality stack from Chalk and take it for 90 days. You'll never stop. I'm never stopping. Go to Chalk.com. C-H-O-Q.com. Use the promo code JESSE because they have discounts for lifetime of subscriptions right now. Chalk.com. Promo code JESSE. One more segment. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. But we will be back to do it again tomorrow. Don't worry about that. Unless, of course, I get food poisoning tonight. No, I'll be fine. 
You can email us, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. So uh, Jewish producer Chris just did some digging for me during the break. I was talking about the documentary Hell in the Pacific, about the war in the Pacific. And and the, the question originally, in case you missed it, was about morality. Can we win with morals? And I brought up a part uh, in fairly be- in the beginning where a guy gets on and says this. And by the way, Chris, to his credit, he gets all the credit in the world for this. He found, I believe the entire documentary is on YouTube. Hell in the Pacific. I think it's broken up into three or four parts, but it's on YouTube if you would like to watch it. It's, the quality won't be as good, right? It's on YouTube. It is what it is. But here's a little excerpt of what I was talking about. Is this gentleman, is this, is this United States Marine who was, what, an 18-year-old kid? Was he immoral for this? We just blew it up. We don't know if there was uh, women and children or whatever. We just blew them up. We, we, we just didn't have time to waste. You know, uh, some people will tell you today, cruel and humane, but you weren't there. We were. That's a little tidbit of it. And it, it would tell you it's a heavy documentary, but is he immoral? I don't think so. I'm sorry. I reject that. Does that... Is that human being going to answer to God for throwing a satchel charge in a cave in combat? I reject that. I reject the fluffy American views of morality. I actually have the complete opposite point of view. I think it's profoundly immoral to let your country fall into the hands of demons without fighting like everything. I think that it's profoundly cowardice and immoral. And if I end up being too harsh with communists from time to time. And I'm sure I am. I'm the furthest thing in the world away from perfect. I I know that. I understand that I will have to answer for that. I think that will be a much easier conversation with God than if I let my country fall to these demons without a fight. That's the truth. This, This human being is a principal in a school. He's a principal in a Florida school. Is it immoral to oppose this person with everything you have or it is immoral or is it immoral to allow this human being to have authority over your children? Because I believe you two have children. Is that correct? Yes. What ages are they? Uh, 18, 16 and 13. And would you find it appropriate if they brought this book home or talking about dirty magazines and pornography in a K to five environment? I think it would open up a conversation that we would have. So you think an eight year old would be appropriate age? appropriate to be reading about pornography and dirty magazines from school? Yes. Yeah. It is immoral to allow that human being to win, and I will not. All right. I, I, need, I need to address one more thing here because there's a lot more. The, the, the Ukraine stuff is still going on. What happened was they passed the foreign aid bill in the Senate. They're trying to get it through the House. U.S. aid to Ukraine hinges on House Speaker Johnson. His leadership is being tested by the far right. There's another article. They're trying hard. The propaganda is out in full force. How war in Europe boosts the U.S. economy. Yes, yes. It's, you see, it's good for you to allow them to blood suck your paycheck for every dime you make and then send it overseas. Yes, and in the end, it's best for you. Yes, of course. And then there's this headline as well. Biden administration considers sending long-range missiles to Ukraine. This is United States Representative Gregory Meeks of New York. All we have to do is to give Ukraine the weapons that it needs 
to win. They're taking out Russian tanks and Russian planes. And if we would give them and pass this uh, resolution, pass this supplemental. I just want to say again, I'm not going to focus on the Ukraine portion of it. Please hear me, politicians, Democrats and Republicans who listen. Proxy wars are proxy wars for a reason. The veil of secrecy, even if it's known, should not be lifted. Why? Because then it can stop being a proxy war and start being a real war. So please, Republicans, Democrats, all of you, I'm begging you, stop going on camera bragging about all the Russians American weapons have killed. Please stop doing this. All we have to do is to give Ukraine the weapons that it needs to win. They're taking out Russian tanks and Russian planes. And if we would give... If a foreign power went on camera, Russian or otherwise, and bragged on camera about how their weapons were killing American troops and droves and droves of American troops were showing up in your hometown in pine boxes, you would demand your government was spawned. We're forcing a response. Please shut up. Stop bragging about all the Russians we're killing. Please place all right speaking of american troops we have to support the fallen but how do you do that how do you support the fallen we take care of the ones they leave behind fallen service members fallen first responders who will care for their families when they're gone i'll tell you it's something that's always on your mind when you're in who will care for my family if i don't come home I love that that is Tunnel to Tower's mission. That's what they do. They care for widows and orphans, homeless veterans, catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first responder families, all those wonderful people who've given up everything. They gave up dad. They gave up mom. They gave up husband. They gave up wife. They gave up a huge chunk of their life for you, for me. Tunnel to Towers lets them know we haven't forgotten. Paying off mortgages for these people so they at least don't have that financial burden. Building them communities. Building catastrophically injured veterans smart homes. $11 a month is what Tunnel to Towers asks for. $11 a month. Go to T, the number two, T.org. All right? Instead of headlines, I want to do this just to kind of cap what we were just saying about morality. I'm going to play you a little audio cut that gutted me, man. These are little girls, little girls who have a man changing in their bathroom. Is it moral to allow this stuff to happen or is it moral to do whatever you can to stop it? I feel that my freedom has been taken away from me. I have been waiting since second grade for swimming during school at Festa. Only now to find out I'm sharing a locker room with a trans female who may still have a penis. I do not feel comfortable being exposed to that and I no longer feel safe. This has- Man, I I can't even let her keep going. I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel safe. Flowery hippie Jesus or not, this cannot be allowed anymore in this country. And we have to fight against it with everything in our being. All right? All right. Remember, 
you missed any part of the show, including Medal of Honor Monday, iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. You can email me if you're mad about all the Social Security, Medicare stuff. It's fine. I get it. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. We'll do it again tomorrow. That's all. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.